This is the Total Perspective Vortex. I'm Tragula. And I'm Christian. And it's July 7th, uh, 2020. That's actually, uh, it's a Tanabata, it's a Japanese holiday, a wishing holiday. Well, happy wishing holiday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so today I thought uh, we'd talk about um, a study that I saw on uh, Summit News. Basically said says that people who are easily offended are less productive, bad employees, which is... That makes sense. <laughs> it, does, it does make a lot of sense, but I want to break down why it makes makes sense and uh, sort of what's going on culturally with the left. And, it, and I think this is actually why this, this culture war has really lowered the productivity and morale of organizations. So we're mm. actually doing a disservice, a disservice now in schools where we're teaching children uh, how not to engage with the world in a lot of ways. Right. Right. So why don't you uh, uh, read us a little bit of that article, Christian, and get, get the ball rolling. So um, a study conducted by a professor at San Diego State University has discovered that people who are easily offended make terrible employees because they never get anything done. <laughs> the study conducted by Dr. Jer Jeremy Berneth uh, involved asking almost 400 employees, uh, average age, say 26 on average, across seven U.S. colleges about different events that have recently gotten, quote, substantial media attention. Uh, the study notes that the events consisted of 17 items developed to assess the proclivity to be offended, eight moral outrage items, 11 microaggression items and nine political correctness items. It noted that some people have high proclivity to be offended, uh, which the study uh, describes as a state-like tendency to be sensitive to customary, customarily innocuous societal events and traditions. For example, playing of the United States national anthem. Those with a high proclivity to be offended have a tendency to view an array of events and or traditions as offensive. Right. Right. So why do these people make uh, bad employees? I think there's a, there's a couple of different causes here that we can talk about, uh, especially like related, related to things we've talked about on the, on the total perspective vortex before. So let's first um, come at this uh, from a, a, a tribal stack perspective. Okay. So we talked about how racism is just racial tribalism before, and it's very important. And, and tribalism is part of human nature. And it's important that we inspect how we, uh, we set up our tribes. And I propose that the, the correct basic orientation for your tribes is uh, family, friends, community, country. Now, this is like a, this stack is also like a projection of yourself. So you, your, your sense of self just doesn't include you, but you can also project that out into the community. So uh, out, out into society, out into your tribe. And that's really what tribalism is. It's sort of an extension of, of self socially. It's my, my family, my friends, my community, my country, right? Is that, that extension but you could but organizations awfully often extend 
that that tribal um, that tribal stack. They leverage that tribal stack in a large organization as well. You have that that tribalism is going to exist within any tribe, and it and a classic organization organization that has a strong utilization of the tribal stack and the, and the, the projection of self from tribe is the military because it's essential right. to make functioning military units. So you'll see that military units they'll have their own they'll have their section they'll have their platoon army they they, they go they go up on, on levels legions I've, I skipped some some ranks there but they have have things organized down like that so you actually have your section is like your family it's like your lowest it's it's four or five individuals who you spend most of your time with and you take care of yourself and often you'll see like if you watch um, military movies that they'll uh, you know that that there's a lot of rule breaking and exceptions made and sort of secrets of the from the the larger military community that are, that are kept in the section because you're you're supposed to be taken care of it it's the most compassion based but as you go up levels the more serious the more abstract things become now right that's that's an introduction of the whole concept of the tribal stack what i how this works here is um you, their tribal stack of someone who is who is morally focused like this, I think they're still going to have a tribal stack. But if it's it's wrapped up in their social identities, like the fact that they are uh, they're a woman or they're um, uh, they're non-white or they're like they're they're transgendered or something like that, then it's right. that has nothing to do with the co- the 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 company. Right, their tribal, their sense of self and tribalism will be um, abstracted away from the company. They won't have, so they won't have any loyalty to the company. They won't be invested in in the business doing well. So this actually gets to my my second point on this. None, their goals will likely not include being a good employee. Why? Why, why would you? Well, I kind of get a sense, but why would you say that? Well, it it, it stems from the tribalism. If you're going to be a, a social activist, your energies okay. and ment- mental focus will be put towards that, not I, the bottom line of the company. Right. 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 Now, now this is not there, and these things can be mixed, right? Like we, we, people are all on a scale; people are complicated. I'm talking about general trends of what this is going to indicate. Uh, so, so it's. So it's just generally in a in a, a a company interest. If you're going to be, if someone is is going on about um, social justice issues all the time, that probably means that they're simply that their mind is not focused on work. Their right. moral focus is on work. They have they have social issues that they they want to attend to. So that can also be another reason for low productivity. And 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 we're seeing more and more companies now. I mean. Uh... When, you know, Black Lives Matter came out, like everyone had their like logo and whatever that, that was changed and stuff like you're seeing companies becoming more political. And is I suspect it's it's this kind of driving force, these people that aren't focused because we're to us, maybe on the right or, or even just centrist. It's like, what are you doing? Why are you being so political? Yeah. But I, but if, if there's they have all these employees that are sitting there, that's all they're thinking about. I guess they jump at the opportunity. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, that's actually, there's enough of them within like communications departments and 
and human resource departments. That's generally where they they congregate right. on the levers of power. Um, yeah, so it's like it's it's not uh, it's not actually in the interest in a lot of these corporations to to take political positions right. on things. Of course, yeah. Uh, but it's it, it's not good for the bottom line. They see it as maybe it's it's pitched to them as as, as a marketing opportunity and so forth. But it really uh, it's 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 a destructive force. It's taking energy away from like McDonald's making the the most calorically efficient hamburger, right? <laughs> for the yeah, um, yeah. So so this is. So there's that lack of focus. Like it's their 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 goals, their aims are not aligned with uh, the company, and that's what actually what like the profit more motive in in that does. It's aligning force so to get the company in, engaged in one goal, and they're not on board on that. But really, what the the being easily offended is a tactic, and this is where we're going to sort of get into a little bit more of the meat of it. So yes, it has to do with the tribal stack. Yes, it has to do with the lack of goals. But then you can you can apply those things to people who are just passionate about other projects. And I think even like a well-oriented person, like if they're following my sort of tribal script stack tribal stack prescription, I'm recommending of of family, friends, community, country. They're going to be valuing their family and their friends probably more than their job. Right. So you know I can't I can't at this point say that this is the only reasons that that. Um, the easily offended are, are bad employees. I think it it goes it goes deeper than that, because it actually is a it's a resistance to um, being offended is a is a resistance to the change that can be required for self improvement, right? Overly That's offended. That's interesting. Yes. That's interesting. So here, um, like I've talked about, uh, compassion and wisdom. Uh, what I haven't talked about under underneath those is like that these are these virtues um, are are resisted or propelled by underlying fears. So the fear, um, but there's, so there's three existential fears um, that arise from being a conscious being. So there's the first is. Uh, fear of God or fear of being itself. So that's like the idea of being afraid of like how grand and marvelous the world is. The second is fear of death and fear of finitude. So right. you can talk about like how in or how infinitesimal or how small you, you, ha you are in comparison to the larger world and that you're only good. It's like, so you're temporarily limited and this is key that you're eventually going to die one day. This is why fear of death is so wrapped up in that. So you only have so much time on this earth, and it, like it, the world will continue it was before you and after you. And also, you only have so much ability to affect the world. Is the other thing that you can see, right? That's the other right. fear of, of being small. So the other part of, of the fear of death, fear of like impotence or something. Yeah, yeah, or it, it's a sense of, of impotence. And the third, right. the third existential fear arises from from the other two, is um, fear of virtue or fear of fear of the heroic path. So, or you could also talk about it as as fear of fear of your destiny. Um, but that is, and we that's like a, a whole other episode in itself. So, what, where, 
these people who are easily offended are stuck is they they tend to be on the compassion that kind of thing so that they are, they are em, embracing possibilities and if you embrace possibilities too much or too openly um, and this is actually promoted by like the, the sort of the freedom the will continentalism uh, you get into like the never never land situation so if you know uh, Peter Pan he goes off to never never land the sort of the land of creativity is the land of childhood and it's just, it's a stage of development where you're looking like you're seeing all the possibilities you're seeing all the worlds like not and and we're not talking about just 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 the actual world but all the potential of the world and you're in awe of it that's sort of the positive response it's that's the opposite of 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 uh the, the fear of god or fear of being is the reverence for all the possibility right right the embracement of that if you like the story of peter pan is that there's there's actually two um Two people, two figures in Peter Pan who are afraid to leave Neverland. Right. Right. There's Peter Pan and Captain Hook. So Peter Pan is afraid to leave because he doesn't want to give up all the potential, all the possibility. Captain Hook, on the other side, is is living in Neverland because he's afraid of death. Right. And that's why, like he's he's being he's being stalked by time, right? The the crocodile with the clock inside, right, and, right, right. And all his all his crew is desperate for him to leave Neverland and give up his chasing of Peter Pan because he's because he's he's actually chasing that childhood wonder, that that de, that delusional state of of the world, right? Of all the possibility and potential. So you can think of of Neverland. Or, that area of Neverland is where the impossible utopia, where Marx it exists, where Marxists imagine, right? Because the Neverland is is what we can imagine. What we can imagine, and this is something I haven't said before, but it's it's critical, is what we can man- imagine goes outside of the bounds of what is actually in the potential. Okay. So we can imagine more than what is possible. For sure, right. Right, and that sounds. In order to become um, an, an adult, you have to start taking that, like to fully actualize, actualize as an adult and, and move with wisdom. It's sacrificing all that that pos- that uh, uh, that imagined possibility to what is actually possible, and that hurts. Right. Right. And you're not always sure of what actually is possible, right? Is another problem with that. So that so um, Jordan Peterson's talked about before of like how you have to burn away the dead wood. Like some people are ninety five percent dead wood, and that's that that process of sacrificing, sacrificing the potential in order to, in order to actualize something. You're picking something to actual actualize, but even the process of not moving that far, just moving into um, just accepting that certain things are never ha- going to happen. I'm never going to be an NBA all-star, <laughs> right? Right. Is, is, come. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's, 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 there's some things limiting my potential in that, that, <laughs> that, that category. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, is, is, you don't uh, have the right shoes. Is, 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 yeah. The right shoes. It's, 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 it's just the shoes. I'm, and, but if, but here's the, here's the thing is I could be offended by you telling me that. <laughs> And it sounds silly, but that's that, that's no. You're you're. It's yeah. funny, but you're also making a good point, right? Right. R- right. Yeah. That's the defense, and this is why the people are easily offended. It's like you, it, 
they don't you can't tell them no you can't be an nba all-star and like how dare you suggest that uh, (laughs) you know me me a a, um a trans woman of color cannot be an nba all-star right it's a sort of uh, that that's that that mechanism is there well well a a more real world example would be say uh you know a small woman becoming a firefighter even a larger you know like beefier woman becoming a firefighter saying no you can't uh because you need to be able to pull people out of that fire i mean that's that's a perfect example of that so um you know yeah there's a bunch of things that i can't become based on my circumstances but it's nothing to take offense to it's just your circumstances but yeah. what we what i'm saying is that we've seen that cultural backlash that, that, that you're describing there in instances like that yeah. and they're trying to tweak so here's it. here's what where the Marxists end up though right because in order to move forward to move out of Neverland that sacrifice is required like if if Peter wants to go back with Wendy he has to sacrifice Neverland and grow up right right so if you want to act he wants to actualize something better something real you have to give that up so they they are offended as a defense of like, how dare you suggest I can't do that They're, to defend Neverland, defend the impossible utopia, defend that world imagination that's um, outside, outside the ba- bounds of, of the potential that they want to exist in. That's required to move forward with action. That's, that's, you need to sac- make the sacrifices in order to get stuff done. Right. Right. So where, where they end up is the, well, we, um, like, because the right will often respond, well, what do you want? What are your demands? And they'll say, well, we want to talk about these things. We want you to give us money and space to talk about these things. So they want they want you to give give you resources to continue the dream, to continue to living in, in Never Neverland. Right. That's funny. Right. And that's there's a reason why it's called Never Neverland. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 These easy offended employees are putting up defense mechanisms. To protect their never never land, so they're never they're not going to be productive because they're not willing to make the necessary sacrifices, and they're not they're not actually they're not fully actualized result adults. They haven't they haven't gone through the complete process of becoming an adult, right? They that- from a spiritual and mental standpoint, they're still trapped. Like Peter Pan, and eventually they'll they'll go from Peter being Peter Pan to Captain Hook, if they don't go through, if they don't accept the required sacrifices and 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 move on out of Never Neverland. Do we do we see that with professors? Yeah, it's fascinating. So there's a there's a lot of the Captain Hooks <laughs> sitting in, in there academia. in academia. Yes. Yeah. And our system has, because we've accommodated so much of this, accommodated offense so much, and created these these sort of these safe spaces for people to to exist in their never never lands. You know, it, it's coming back to bite us. It's coming back to bite our, our productivity because we're we're um, we're becoming a nation of dreamers, not doers. Right. Right. And the dreams 
you, you know, the I, dreams are impossible. Like it's not, the dreams not, are impossible. Right. Yeah. The dreams are impossible. We refuse to give up the impossible dreams so we can actually dream about dream productively dream about things that can and move the world forward dreams that make right. one if we want to follow and select the dreams that are can be actualized but we right. refuse to give give up the the, the impossible dreams that's a and that's a, an episode of the total perspective vortex awesome all right so uh remember to share like subscribe do all that good stuff get the get the podcast growing and and these ideas out there and uh we'll see you uh we'll see you yeah. tomorrow share Sharing is so important. Share, share, share. Share, 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 share. <laughs> Social media All these share. Demands. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Cheers.